And we're live. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, where we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Today we got some news to cover. We're talking about the Nikki Haley nominee, how she's now putting her hat in the race, and she's trying to run for president. Now, for those of you who don't know who she is, uh, I didn't know either until I heard while I was doing my research for the show today, apparently she's now in the race. I didn't even know who she was, much less that she was in the race. So I had to go and I had to look her up. And apparently she used to be an ambassador for the UN and she was an ambassador appointed by Donald Trump. But, you know, I've looked into her record, ladies and gentlemen, the Sheep Be Shared podcast. And I'm here to I'm here to tell you what I think about her, her chances, her history. But before we do that, I want to tell you, if you're new, welcome to the show. You're in for a treat. Second is I make a lot of comments. I ask a lot of questions throughout the show. So if you want to let your voice be heard, you can do so in the comment section. Or you can go over to Twitter at Austin Creed and you'll find me over there. And we can discuss further if you, for some reason, think that I am mistaken for anything that I say. But my friends, I'm going to make a statement today. I believe Nikki Haley is the Hillary Clinton of the right. I also would go a step further and say she is like the Ross Perot of our time. She is the Ross Perot of the 2024 election. Now, for those of you who don't know who Ross Perot is, uh, you're not alone. I didn't know about him until recently myself. But Ross Perot was back during the 92 election where he ran against Bush and against Clinton, Bill Clinton at the time, as an independent. But he stole most of the votes from the Republican Party. He is the one who is credited with taking away George Bush, taking him out of office, basically. He stole the votes. He divided the, the Republican Party and let Clinton win in a landslide. That is what... In my opinion, that is what Nikki Haley is doing to the Republican Party in the 2024 election. She is trying to take votes away from DeSantis and ideally, in her mind, away from Trump so that Joe Biden can win again. She is trying to destroy Trump's chances at winning. At best, she'll be a vice president. At worst, she'll cost the Republicans the election. Now, for those of you who don't know who much about her, <laughs> you're not alone. Quite frankly, I didn't know much about her. I had to look this stuff up. And I got to tell you, I am not impressed. She is not presidential material at all. No presidential material to be found here. First of all, she was an ambassador to the United Nations. The United Nations is a basket case, a complete failure and a fraud. The whole thing is a giant waste of time, money, in my opinion. Biggest kabuki we've seen in a long time. It's a complete fraud. As soon as you realize that the majority of countries in the United Nations, especially the ones that are not European or American, uh, most of them say that the whole organization is supposed to care about the human rights and, and talking about how to protect humanity. Meanwhile, more... More and more countries don't even have those laws in their own countries, and yet they're supposed to 
tell me what is a crime against humanity and that they're all they all suddenly care about humanity when they you can't find a single policy in their own country that gives a damn about humanity that's when you know the whole thing is a fraud and to top it all off the United States foots the bill for most stuff and gets jack in return and the peacekeepers are I, most of them I don't I don't know I can't speak for their character I can only talk about the statistics of grape and um, the scandalous behavior of the lowest order that they're accused of in droves throughout their so-called peacekeeping initiatives they are let's just say they are leaving a lot of single mothers behind if you catch my drift and it's disgusting so you add that on top of everything else the UN is doing. The UN is a joke. And yet she was an ambassador to the UN. She praises Hillary Clinton a decent amount as well. And that's why I'm saying she's a Hillary Clinton of the right. She's basically running on, on, on identity politics. Look, okay, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play part of her speech. She's clueless. Her... She did a town hall, I think it was either earlier today or yesterday, where she talked, first of all, if you listen to this town hall, with, which was done by Jake Tapper, the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest fraud, second only to Wolf Blitzer on CNN, he's literally only there because he's a homosexual, I'm just saying that, in my opinion. If you look at her town hall and compare it to Trump's town hall, you'll quickly realize they let her speak, never interrupting her, versus Trump couldn't even finish a sentence and then they kept interrupting him over and over and over and over and over again. And they continually ask questions about Trump to her more than they ask questions about Biden. Interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. It's... Look, the whole thing is just disgusting and look I'm gonna I'm gonna play a part of her speech uh, y'all can listen to it it's I don't I don't like a single thing first of all her I'll let her speak but her her idea to fix the Ukraine issue is to basically feed the military industrial complex uh, name me the last time that's worked uh, somewhere about never so let me, hold on, let me find this. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the audio tape. I want you I want you to listen to this because it's despicable. All right, here we go. I saw that. I mean, you basically paid people to sit on the couch. You've got all of this money that was spent with no accountability. So yes, is the unemployment coming down? But ask those small business owners because they're not oh, this feeling a... it on their bottom line. Okay, first of all, she talked about small. There, were, she had a question about small business. She spoke for like two minutes straight and did not answer this dude's question. And of course, these seals in the audience, the. The, the shills in the audience clap as if she answered the question with some level of genius when she didn't even answer the question. Where does she talk about, let's see, where's the, oh, here it is. I think this is, here it is, here it is. They're worse off today than they were a year ago, and they're not making as much money. That's the problem. That's why it's important to understand 
I'm not a lawyer. I'm an accountant, and I think it's time we had an accountant in the White House. Who cares? recent prominent job uh, was the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, so I do want to... A shamble, a, a shanda. Uh, Ukraine is on the precipice of launching a counteroffensive against Russia. Now, on that topic, I want to bring in uh, Brett Barker. He's a pharmacist. He's the mayor of Nevada, Iowa. He's also the chair of the Iowa Young Republicans and the chair of the Story County Republican Party. Brett? This sounds like a fake question. Good to see you. Many Americans may question the value of supporting Ukraine against the Russian invasion. Uh -huh. There are national interests here, and why should it matter to Americans? You know, it's been controversial on what we do with this Russian-Ukrainian. No but kidding. I'll tell you this. This is bigger than Ukraine. How? This is a war about freedom, and it's one we have to win. You Who's this we? You Ukrainians, and what did they do when Russia invaded their freedoms? They moved in there, went to the front lines, and fought for their country. The women said, we're not going to stay back. What are you talking about? They got out as fast as they could. About 8 million of them have left. What are you talking about? They all stayed behind and fought in unison. They, they all ran. They had to literally force the young men to not leave the country because they knew that they were fighting a losing war. I stand with the Ukrainian people. The problem is, they're being basically used, in, a, in my opinion... We are using the Ukrainians as a proxy war against Russia. But again, she doesn't say that. Let's keep going. I'll play your response. They made Molotov cocktails to defend their country. No. Everybody gave them five days to survive. But yet their passion and their will pushed them forward. What we have to understand is a win for Ukraine is a win for all of us. Because How? tyrants tell us exactly what they're going to do. What we heard... China said they were going to take Hong Kong. They did it. Uh -huh. Russia said they were going to invade Ukraine. We watched that happen. Uh -huh. China says Taiwan's next. We better believe them. Okay. Russia said Poland and the Baltics are next. If that what? happens, we're looking at a world war. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a minute. Wait, wait, wait. She, what? Where did he say that? Wait, hold on. Let me look this up. There's no way he said that. Let me look this up. Hold on, hold on, hold on a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on a second. I'm gonna hold on. I just I just searched this up. L look, look at this. L look at this. I just searched this up. Let's look at what it says. Privately says, according to the Telegraph, I've never heard of this. Oh, a UK-based website. Oh, okay. Uh, it says Putin is supposedly privately threatened to invade Poland, Romania, and the Baltic states. Uh, it says, oh goodness, German names. I mean, God's sake, I don't know how to pronounce this. It says, German newspaper reported that Ukrainian president told, wait, this is back in 2014? What? What kind of credit, where? Where does this say that? No, what? Oh, experts. Oh, experts. Whenever you hear the word, whenever you hear the word experts, you know that's a lie. Or you know it's some fake organization because... I want to know who these so-called experts are. Who are they? Look, experts call Russian threat to invade Poland utterly ridiculous. Uh, and yet she, here she is putting it out here as if, oh, the Russians are going to come after NATO. Schmuck, they're not going to come after NATO. That's stupid. Where is they? Where did he say that? I've not heard of this. I have not heard of this. And, and yet here she is saying that Russia's going to invade Poland and the Baltics. Where? Where? I looked it up. It's nowhere to be found. 
predictions. You hear? Predictions. That's the rest. Can, that's the best we can get. Predictions. Baltic states in Europe fear Putin has them on the, in their sights. That's not a quote from Putin saying, I'm going for Poland. I'm going for the Baltic states. He didn't say that. Because I guarantee you, if he said that, I guarantee you, if he said that, it would be all over the front pages of CNN, MSNBC, Fox, and yet I'm seeing it nowhere. And I looked up. Here's why I typed into Google. Did Putin say he wanted to invade Poland and the Baltics? Answer. There is no answer. He doesn't say that. The best I can find is a conversation from back to 2014 where they said that he privately threatened to invade Poland. That was almost 10 years ago. And that's a he said, she said at best. And yet here she is saying that, oh, Putin's coming for the rest of the West. No, he's not. What? Oh, my God. What the hell is this? Let's get back. What? Let's keep listening. Let's see how much more I can tolerate of this garbage. This is about preventing war. And so the way you prevent war is not that we give cash to Ukraine. Uh-huh. Not that we put troops on the ground. Okay. But that we get with our allies and we make sure that we give them the equipment and the ammunition to win. Because when Ukraine wins... When? That sends a message what? to China with Taiwan. It sends a message to Russia that wants to build a bomb. How are they going to win? It sends a message to North Korea testing ballistic missiles. And it sends a message to Russia what? that it's over. That's what we have to do. And keep in mind, everybody wants to know, well, how does this war end? Okay. It would end in a day if Russia would pull out. If Ukraine pulls... Oh, you mean to tell me a war would end if someone suddenly stopped fighting the war? Oh my gosh. Wow. That's... Dude, give this woman a Nobel Peace Prize. Oh my land. That's so genius. Um, okay, ladies and gentlemen of the Sheep Get Cheered podcast, I want to, I want a genuine answer to this question. How can you, Ukraine, how can Ukraine win the war? I want them to win. The question is, how do they win and what does it look like? I, I don't have an answer to that question because for those of you who are not aware, Russia's nuclear arsenal is over twice that of the United States. While they, while we've been retiring weapons, they've been building new ones. Their nuclear arsenal is over two times as big as ours. And yet we somehow, and yet somehow Nikki Haley thinks that they're just going to win. Ukraine is just going to win. And then we're going to go back to business as usual. I, I don't see that happening. I really, really don't. As much as I would love to believe that, I don't believe it for a second. I, what is she talking about? So her, her idea is to, what, fuel the military-industrial complex? In other words, we don't spend, we, we don't solve the war by giving them money. We solve it by giving money to, to the military and then giving it to them. That's how we somehow fix it? Ugh, so not presidential material. Ugh. All right. All right, I, I know you want to hear more. Let's see, let's see how much more I can stomach of this. Out, then we're all looking at a world war. Okay. So this is a real issue that distinguishes you from some of your opponents. Um, former President Trump has refused Notice to Notice how they're letting her, her talk and they never let Trump talk. War, or if Putin is a war criminal. For, uh, Florida Governor... Uh, oh, shut Ron up, Ron. Shut up, Jake Tapper, you, you bum. Territorial 
dispute. Um, what do you think of that? I think that that's a mistake that too many have made. That's what? exactly what got the Europeans in this position with Russia in the first place. What? Is that they're too trustful. You can't be trustful of a regime that goes in and tries to take away people's freedoms. What we need to understand is that huh? Ukraine has the ability to win. But we How? have to think bigger How? than that. And for them to sit there and How, say Haley? this is a territorial dispute, that's just not the case. How, to Haley? say that we should stay neutral. It is in the best interest of America. It's in the best interest of our national security for Ukraine what? to win. Our we national security? We have to finish it. I'm, I'm, if our national security? Whoa, 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 whoa. What does American national security have to do with Ukraine? What? Who put national security into this? What? Whoa, 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 whoa. I gotta look this up, too. Look, I, I wanted to give you all a, a raw take of this because this is up your hand. This is unbelievable. What are you talking about? Our national security? Whoa, wait a minute. Uh, what does Ukraine have to do with U.S. national uh, security? All right, let's look this up. Oh, God. Wait, what? Hold on, hold on. Let me share the screen. Uh, well, according to the State Department, here's what we have. Ukraine is partnered with the California National Guard under the DOD State Part um, Partnership Program, established in 1993. The, SSP, the SPP, or the State Partnership Program, their goal was to assist former War Warsaw Pact in Soviet states and their democracy efforts and to reform their defense forces following the Soviet state's collapse. Okay, I'm still, I'm failing to see what this has to do with our national security. What does this have to do with our national security? Let's look at the Foreign Policy Research Institute. What do they have to say? U.S. assistance has been a key factor in in Ukraine's ability to not only survive Russian invasions, but turn the tide in some places. Okay. But could the U.S. have done more and done it sooner? That's kind of a dumb question. You can always say yes to that. Some in Ukraine and in the West have criticized the U.S.'s effort and as incremental and risk adverse. Well, duh, we don't want to go with Russia, schmuck. That's World War Three. And is this a fair critique? And if so... Is this type of policy a feature or a... Again, what does this have to do with America? What does this have to do with our national security? Can, can someone actually answer that? What does Ukraine have to do with American national security? Oh, let's look at the White House. Let's see what the White House has to say. And they say, fact sheet. Oh boy, this should be good. Let's read what the mimeograph, I mean White House, has to say. <clears throat> Let me get my voice ready here. Nearly one year ago, Russia launched its unjust, brutal assault against Ukraine. Okay, that is true. I will, I will agree with that. Putin's invasion was a test of Ukraine's commitment to freedom. N not exactly. It was in response to Ukraine saying that they were going to put nukes on their border, which was the which is the equivalent to the Cuban Missile Crisis in our country. But of course, they're not going to mention that. And a test for America in the world. Putin sought to subjugate Ukraine 
but the free people of Ukraine stood strong, bravely defending their sovereignty and democracy. Uh, um, I love how we're failing to mention that they that the Ukrainian leadership largely provoked this. It wasn't like Putin woke up one day and said, huh, I think I want to start a war. That doesn't happen. Dude's ex-KGB. He's not, he's many things. He's not dumb. The Ukraine, they see, the United States, along with our allies and partners, did not hesitate to stand with them. Okay. Can we actually get to the point already? Uh, we provided critical support to the people of Ukraine. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Biden has spoken regularly with President Zelensky, a low-life... Okay, for those of you who don't know anything about Zelensky before the war, he used to be a comedian before he was president, which wouldn't be a bad thing if he wasn't... If, if Okay, what if his skits, when he, before he became president, Zelensky, that is, he played the piano with his penis. Look it up if it still exists on the internet. It's a real thing. And yet this man is somehow Winston Churchill? Sorry, I'm not, I don't buy it. I think he's never had it so good with the attention he's getting and all the money he's getting. And I also love that all of a sudden in Ukraine went from calling it Kiev to suddenly it's Kiev all of a sudden. I find that one interesting too. Oh boy, we have led the world in providing security assistance from the javelins that halted the Russian tanks to the air the air defense systems that have intercepted Russian strikes. Okay. Um here's my other question. Do you think the United States can afford we've sent 75 billion dollars to Ukraine since the war started. Um do you think we should be sending $75 billion to Ukraine right now, considering how high inflation is, considering that the U.S. dollar is being devalued as quickly as possible? We act as though we're rolling in dough when inflation is through the roof. For those of you who buy the idea that inflation's like 4% or something like that, it's nonsense. It's at least twice that. But of course, they're not going to tell you that because they don't want you to freak out. Do not believe what the government tells you, lock, stock, and barrel. If you are, you might as well be a bull with a ring in your nose. Half of you are already there with your septum piercings, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, how long is this article? Security assistance, humanitarian assistance. Oh, for those of you who are very humanitarian in nature, um, you do realize that Russia... Uh, I think has accepted 35% of the refugees fleeing Ukraine are in Russia. I find that very interesting as well. Uh, oh my gland. Oh, democracy. Oh, suddenly they care about democracy. They don't care about the right wing in their own country, but suddenly they care about democracy. You hear this? To defend human rights in Ukraine and, and its neighbors, they should care more about human rights in their in our own country. We have people on the left saying that the right are terrorists and Nazis, but apparently they want to defend human rights around the world, just not in their own country. 
To defend human rights in Ukraine and its neighbors, President Biden launched the European Democratic Resilient Initiative, providing $220 million to support media freedom and enable Ukrainian media outlets to continue operating during the war? How much of that got siphoned off? Countering disinformation. Oh, God. You know what that means, right? Disinformation is anything that goes against the narrative that they want to push. That's what disinformation is. Anything that goes against what the government wants you to believe is disinformation. And you can quote me on that if you want. Holding Russia accountable. Oh, boy. This should be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Justice and accountability are central pillars of the United States policy on Ukraine. How about justice and accountability in our own country? With the supposed criminal activity that Biden has, allegedly. Where's the justice and accountability in our own country, for God's sakes? We can't even have it in our own country with a criminal regime running the country. And for those of you who don't who disagree, you're gonna try to cite CNN. Oh, Wolf Blitzer or Jake Tapper said this, so therefore you're wrong. Schmuck, you're stupid. Oh boy, uh, I, I I I can't read this anymore. It's all a bunch of garbage. I can't read this anymore. I'm I'm done with this. This is just stupid. I, I'm not reading this anymore. Uh, do I want to suffer through a little more of Nikki Haley's complete garbage? Fine. Let's play it a little bit more. Refuse to say whether he believes Ukraine should win the war, but you obviously knew what I was talking about. You have called. Oh, oh, in other words, he's implying that Trump doesn't want Ukraine to win. That's nonsense. He's a liar, but I would expect that from CNN. Putin, a quote, evil tyrant, and you said he cannot be trusted. How do you deal with a foreign leader that you cannot trust? Well, first of all, let's look at where we are. So you've got Russia invading Ukraine. You've got North Korea uh -huh. testing ballistic missiles. You've got uh -huh. Iran trying to build a bomb. Uh -huh. We've got chaos everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. But none of that would have happened had we not had that debacle in Afghanistan. The oh, idea gosh. that we left Bagram Air Force Base oh, in the middle of the night oh, no. without telling our allies who stood shoulder to shoulder with us for decades. Okay, I was in the military when we pulled out of Afghanistan. I was on active duty in the Air Force when we pulled out of Afghanistan. I saw grown men get moved to tears over Afghanistan and the, and the absolutely disgusting, despicable withdrawal from Afghanistan. It was a disgrace. I was in the military. I saw grown men, master sergeants, technical sergeants, lieutenants, they were crying about this. So, trust me, I was I was on active duty when this happened, okay? I know very well what happened in Afghanistan. It was a disgrace. Shame on Joe Biden. We asked them to be there. Think about what that told our friends. More importantly, think about what that told our enemies. Uh -huh. So now you have this happening. None of this should have happened. Biden had a whole year to prevent that war in Ukraine, uh -huh. and he didn't do it. Russia surrounded Ukraine. Where was everybody? There was an opportunity to stop it. That's what we have to make sure of. So when you're dealing with Russia and China, I'll uh -huh. give you an example. The Russian plane knocked down our U.S. drone a couple weeks ago. Remember that? Okay. What did we do what about, about it? it? 
Nothing. You know what I would have done if I was president? Put two drones up there and a fighter jet and put our naval fleet back in the Black Sea because it never should have left in the first place. Okay, it's really easy to talk tough. Here's my concern, ladies and gentlemen, of the Chief Get Sheared podcast. I could have Nikki Haley keep talking forever, but here's what it all comes down to. Have you noticed that when she's talking, Jake Tapper is silent versus when Trump was talking, the host could not could not stop interrupting him every other sentence? They want her to run. They want her to get the nomination because they know that she can't win. She is like Hillary Clinton when it came to the to the Obama ticket. She even praises Hillary Clinton. Look it up. It's a real thing. It's a disgrace. For those of you who are for her, I don't understand how. You must just hate Trump, I guess. I don't I don't under What is it with people hating Trump? I genuinely don't understand it. He's a strong guy. He's attacked every which way to Sunday. And the more they attack him, the more I want to support him because that's today it's him, tomorrow it could be you. Unless of course you're a sheep and you're uh, you're in on it the whole thing. You're either either an alpha gaming the system as as it was in Brave New World, or you're a you're a complete epsilon who doesn't understand the world they're living in. But look, at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, I don't understand why she's suddenly throwing her hat in the ring. She is not presidential material at all. Zero, nothing. She can't win. If she gets a nomination, it's over. It's over. She will not pull the numbers DeSantis will pull. Nothing close to what Trump will pull. And I guarantee you, she will just go after Trump. And if she does, she'll confirm everything I'm saying on the show today. That she's a Ross Pierre. She's a Ross Perot of just trying to steal votes away. And she's no better than Hillary Clinton is. With a lot of the things that she says. Her immigration policy is despicable. Basically the same as Marco Rubio. My friends, I think I've said enough. And I will continue to say more as time goes on. But remember this. The more people try to come out and attack Trump, the more she goes after them and uses identity politics to get ahead. Apparently she has Asian in her pool, genetic pool somewhere. The more that you try to use identity politics to try to pull ahead and the whole thing is just to sabotage Trump. She's no better than Hillary Clinton in trying to bring down Trump. That's it. That's all it is. Anyways, my friends, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, direct them to the comment section. Or you can find me on Twitter at Austin Creed over there, and we can discuss it. Until next time, God bless you, God bless your family, and God bless the United States of America. We're out of here. Peace.